0: Hey mamas, you are listening to I See You Mama, the podcast. And I'm your host, Ariana Evans. This is episode number 35. And if you are new here and you've never listened before, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. To our longtime listeners or part-time listeners, welcome back. So just a bit about this podcast, we celebrate mamas just like you who are tending to little souls. And uh, hopefully without losing your own in the mix and then you follow, they are following their passion amidst motherhood. So this episode I get to talk to Shawnee Dowell. Shani is a, the founder of POSIP, which I'll let you tell, I'll let her tell you all about. She's a mother of school age children. She's been a school teacher. She's recruited for Teach for America. And then she already started her own tech company. What? I'm excited for you all to hear about that. So before we jump into that podcast, I just want to um, ask you if you like the podcast, if you have been listening for a long time, if you love what you're hearing, um, if you'd pop over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and leave a comment, it helps other mamas like you find the podcast. Um, and I think we're we're all every, over the place. We're on Spotify, we're on all the podcast catchers. So all of your reviews help, but I think Apple has like the biggest catalog and it helps it pop up to the top of the catalog. So pop over there and leave a review. If you like the podcast last week, I talked a little bit about my youngest brother. His name is Emmanuel Terrell, and he was a Marine who returned from war with PTSD. Um, I mentioned last week that my brother took his own life and I'm coming up on the second anniversary of that death. Um, and he, he did that. Um, I don't know if you guys know a lot about PTSD, but basically, uh, when he was at work, he was on and he was great and he was, um, active and he was ready to go. But had that having coming, having to come down and just be in regular life is where PTSD Um, kind of gets people because they're always on high alert and he couldn't ever just be. Uh, So I'm not going to go into all the details about his particular situation, but um, I've done probably way more reading than I should have done about PTSD over the last two years. And um, it's been a a rocky road. And and rather than sit in grief as we come up on the second anniversary, um, I've decided to do something. So um, in his honor, I started a fundraiser to raise money for an organization that really is uh, does work that's very close to my heart. The organization is called Reboot Recovery, and they work to help veterans um, heal from trauma, from warfare. Uh, I posted the link to the on the podcast Facebook page. Uh, just a little FYI. I don't know if you know this. It's a fact that kind of goes around. And um, 22 veterans per day in the United States take their own lives. And I, I, I knew that statistic, but I never really thought that that would touch my family, but it did. And I don't want anyone else to ever have to go through that. Um, so if you would like to donate to that organization, please look for the link at the, on the podcast, Facebook page. Um, if you do, I want to just go ahead and thank you right now so much. You can find out more about what they do at www.rebootrecovery.com. So, enough about that. Uh, We're going to jump into my interview with Shawnee Dowell. This is my guest, Shawnee Dowell. Hi. Hi. I'm so glad you're here. Glad to be here. Thank you for coming. Yeah. I know it's sometimes like we're fitting it all in, and kids (laughs) and pick up and work and stuck in the parking garage and all the things, but I appreciate you coming. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So Johnny is um you have uh, like this wide and varied past where you were a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you started a website and um a communication a parent teacher mm-hmm. communication method and mm-hmm. then there's a whole like thing about that. Um you're raising two kids mm-hmm. in Nashville. Um what are you currently doing? Yeah.
1: So um I'm an entrepreneur. I yes. started as you talked about, a company called Possip and we help schools get parent feedback on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um, So I'm doing that, raising kids and then... So you're a boss
0: babe. Hashtag (laughs) boss babe. Yeah. Boss mom. Um,
1: And I've just, it's gotten me, I've always, I've been, not always, but for a long time interested in education and schools and as you mentioned, teaching and that world and I've also just gotten really interested in entrepreneurship and economic equity and just um, being able to start have have more folks, especially women and people of color, start yeah. businesses that they're able to grow and scale. So, yes. yeah. So those awesome. are a couple of my passions.
0: So your kids are, I think, similar yeah. age to mine.
1: Well, um, so um, Joa is six, and okay. then Sayla is nine.
0: Yeah. So you, they're the same age as yeah. my younger two. Yeah. For some reason, Sayla seems like
1: much older to she's me. Tall. Like tall. <laughs> she is tall, and she's. Um, a stereotypical eldest and she's very like like, yeah yeah, likes adult conversations wants to observe, (laughs) wants to give me lots of feedback oh tell me how i should be doing what i should be doing and all of that i I
0: get some feedback my daughter actually did a podcast with me where she it was like
1: we should have the kids do this podcast yeah yeah but
0: it was tips for like parenting her
1: oh funny (laughs) what were some of them
0: she, it was like it was specifically about discipline, how there needs to be like less yelling and maybe well, like yes. being in touch with your child. <laughs> so we, we aspire to that also. Like, <laughs> I would love to have yes. less yelling in like every aspect, and we'd
1: like to have less things to yell about, also. Exactly. So, maybe don't do that thing yes. where
0: your brother's walking past you and you just sucker punch uh, him. I just like
1: walking, I don't know what I feel like we have a sock apocalypse like everywhere <laughs> there's a sock here sock there i just don't know yes everywhere i walk there's a sock socks and room. underwear <laughs> yeah
0: i feel like like i go this room and we're transitioning it from being like a playroom because it was just like it's kind of oddly placed in our house like mm-hmm. if there were no wall there we wouldn't have had a playroom but it was kind of walled okay. off so i'm like put all the kid crap in there <laughs> but we're transitioning it to be where i have a studio so i can do this yeah. not at the dining room table <laughs> And, um, and then I can bring some of like the things that I create in there, and like the kids will not stop leaving socks and underwear in that oh, room, yeah. and I'm like, why, <laughs> why, Why? yeah, and they can never find socks, and no, I yeah, they pairing find them. them, but they're you're like they're all over the house. I'm finding twenty of them just when I walked right. around this morning. I stopped so. pairing them and I just stuck them. I was like, this is a sock basket. Mm-hmm. This is where all the socks go. You can dig yeah, we just and do you can match. White
1: socks or black socks? And
0: <laughs> there you go. See, I'm never that smart, like, because <laughs> I'm like, Well, these are on sale <laughs> and ridiculousness or somebody will give my kids like cute socks. I'm like, Oh, these are so cute. Yeah. And then they'll lose one. They'll get like, worn together one time. <laughs> exactly. One time. And then like, well, that's close. Yeah. Peter, especially, will wear like two lengths of yes. socks. And I'm like, I feel like a bad mom sending you off into the world, but get in the car. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> Go for it. Man, yeah.
0: So you... Spent some time teaching. There's mm-hmm. this really great um, website where I was like, it was this article about you, um for the style blueprint. It was like Faces of oh, cool. Nashville. Yeah. And I I'm like, look at with, you're so
1: cute and pregnant. I was pregnant with um, Joa, I think, yeah. at that time. It was it's funny because as I was driving over, I passed. Um, the Winfrey barber mm-hmm. and uh, I used to get my hair cut there. So I was remembering I had like, my hair used to be like super, so you can kind of see it's growing out in that one, but my yes. hair was like super short. Really? Like I had like a little bitty Afro <laughs> back then. And so I was just remembering, like, here, your hair grows back. <laughs> so it's just a good Please reminder. get cut there. Yeah.
0: That's like a really, it's been such a fun little place to have in the neighborhood and just like, they're all, always sitting outside and there's yeah. always, you know, we have great conversations when yeah. I walk by yeah. Yeah, with fine. the kids. Yeah. So you, you. Taught so yeah so with Teach for America oh, yeah correct.
1: so I'm from Houston originally went to college Texas
0: in- yeah. Texas girls I was that's just right. saying I don't
1: know I posted on Facebook um I don't know if you saw Simone Biles she threw the first pitch of the World Series for the Astros oh, and she, she did, did like, like some a like back- crazy yes. flip and I was like see this is why you can't tell Texas girls anything that's <laughs> so right Simone like, like, Biles yeah. Beyonce so anyway I'm yeah. gonna
0: throw <laughs> this ball and I'm gonna show <laughs> you my split. skills yeah
1: <laughs> so from Houston I went to school in Washington D.C. at Howard and then actually worked in consulting right after yeah and then went to and and then, educational consulting no or? just like I was a business major international business and finance okay. um mm, so just fancy. regular kind of corporate stuff but then pretty quickly realized like it, it wasn't the impact I wanted and yeah so um started working at a nonprofit that worked with it was a college access and retention so um okay started working at a nonprofit for a couple of years and went off to business school uh, then kind of replicated you know my undergrad experience and did consulting again right after, but it was nonprofit consulting. Um, and then that's when I started working in education. Um, and so really haven't turned back from education since. So, um, that, yeah, started teaching, um, with Teach for America, taught in Houston, taught right. middle schoolers, taught math and oh uh, bless. Yeah, awesome. schooler. <laughs> um and so my That's like the
0: awkwardest phase. They were and ever. it's like
1: you know, it's like people say this and it's true. Mm. They're just certain teachers for certain levels. And right. so I was right. like, I am all for middle schoolers. Like yeah. um, they're a lot like toddlers in the way, <laughs> where like sometimes they would like get really emotional and have like a blow up, and then I'd be like, especially because I was a new teacher, I'd be like, oh my gosh, they're gonna be like mad at me tomorrow or remember, this? Yes, and they would yeah. have no recollection <laughs> nope, of anything. so They would just be ass happy coming up, giving a hug, <laughs> like just. um And then you also realize, like, man, like they're angry at so many people, but they're also angry at themselves. So then I yes. can just like empathize. So I'm just gonna still, hug you now. Yeah, I mean, there's a, just a lot of sweetness in middle mm. schoolers, and it's just like I think. Being a mom now, like, I'm reliving every, I try to, like, every age my kids are, especially my daughter, because I can connect more to that experience, yes. I just try to, like, relive that grade, like, you know, and kind of, like, yes. conjure up my memories from that grade, and school's hard, it's like, so hard. yeah, like, childhood, I mean, when we grow up, we do, it is great to, like, not have to pay bills and not have the stressors yes. of adulthood, but there's a lot stressful about childhood, there so, is. Um, there is. yeah, so anyway, so definitely saw that. And I've, I, you know, I taught math, but like math wasn't like my favorite subject as a child. So, um, okay. I, I really enjoyed teaching kind of coming back to math, um, in that way. So I did that and then moved to Nashville when I got married
0: Yes,
1: and, uh, worked on staff with Teach for America doing teacher recruitment. And, uh, then, uh, we started from it, the schools here. The well, so here? just for, we would recruit across the country and then, okay. um, to, 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 Find teachers for schools across the country okay. and districts across the country. But then I uh, led Teach for America, started a kind of uh, a site here. And so okay. I led that site. Very cool. For a while. So, yeah, so that's my story. And then eventually. You uh, decided
0: to start your own. Yeah, business.
1: yeah. I think being on the parent side and seeing what conversations, particularly moms, were having or questions, I think because people knew I worked in education whenever. We were either choosing schools or thinking about schools. People would come to me with either lots of questions or sometimes they'd have like feedback or kind of like mom gossip about schools. And I was thinking, like, this is like one, I I can help a little bit, but not fully. But then, two, this is such good information. How do we make it accessible to schools? And how do we make it easy for schools to get in in a digestible way? And then my husband runs some schools. um, And so I was also like hearing sometimes when parents, feedback doesn't come in in a productive way it comes it can come in in a very like stressful way yes and so it's hard for the schools to really be able to digest it and do something with it so it's like can we just like the parents and schools are on the same team yes but sometimes can feel at odds and how do we smooth that out and so using quick and easy ways of sharing feedback to really yeah. do that so
0: i really appreciate that there's like definitely this there's this undercurrent so at at my kids elementary school Every, not everybody, but, like, a ton of people stay and play and let their kids play on the playground mm-hmm. after because there's a metro park yeah, in front of I've the been school. been there.
1: We used to live really close to there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and so everybody just, like, hangs out. And so there's this definite, like, mom, this is the info. Like, yeah. we talk about teachers. We talk about, like, have you heard about this teacher? What do you know about this teacher? And, and that, like, if a teacher gets a bad rap among the mamas, look out. Yeah. Because there's not, like... But that's not communicated to the school. No,
1: and there's not. um, And there's a lot. So a couple of things I feel like happen. One is if it it either gets communicated through like 10 different emails. That's kind of overwhelming for the school. Or um, one really angry parent. And they don't know if it's like, do other parents feel like this or not? Or... um, or it doesn't get communicated at all, but behaviors change, but you don't know why. So right. like all of a sudden, right. you know, folks are like changing or, so if we could give folks an opportunity to get the information and to do something with it. Um, and then the other thing that we realized was like, you know, most most feedback that parents have is positive and it's praise but yes. again there's not a space like you don't go out of your way to be like i really you know my daughter came home and she was really excited about this unit or my son kept yeah. talking about we were going to do this and like i don't go and tell my kids teachers like
0: oh you know my kids are really excited about this unit um and i i think that's really like powerful like i had an experience with my middle kid where there was so little communication coming from the teacher And, like, my kid was falling apart. Mm. Like, you know, his MAP test scores dropped by 30% Mm. in a year. And I was like, what? And, like, he was crying every day. He hated school. There was a kid who was bullying him. Mm. Like, and I was getting so little, like, feedback from the teacher. The more, like, it, it, like, was escalating in my mind. The Mm -hmm. more I was trying to, like, hey, 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 Mm -hmm. hey. Like, I need to talk to you about my kid. And I couldn't get there. And And it's
1: hard. It's like, you know, um, that's interesting. Well, until it was like a hot mess. And then it was like. (laughs) And so it's like, you know, I think we kind of make assumptions on both sides that. Yeah. Like our kids are placed into a classroom. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we trust is, you know, in theory naturally goes. And for some folks, it does. For some folks, you trust the school, trust the teacher. And that happens. But there are just so many opportunities for that trust to be broken on either side. And there are not a lot of places to articulate it or to share it or even like you know I had um my one of my kids had a teacher who was newer to teaching and it's like you know they're one of the choices they made I thought was probably not the best choice but I was like they're a first year teacher I don't need to like overwhelm them with the feedback I would like the school to coach them on this or like to know about this but I don't want them to feel like they have to respond because I think the other thing is so often like what if you share a comment a person just human nature the person feels a need to respond back and like yes especially with like school there's not always a need to respond back like I don't need yeah. you to explain why you did that I don't need you to feel pressured to explain why you did that I just wanted you to know so yeah um an example is like you know some curriculum I've looked at some curriculum and um uh I remember I was reading like a, a something that was and it was from a curriculum from somewhere else so it's not even necessarily the, that the school or anyone else did. But it, like it said, this curriculum system like, sla- uh, slavery was hard for many
0: slaves, something like that. What?
1: <laughs> so I was like, no, slavery was just hard, period, for everyone. Uh, and not the, just the you know. And so. it
0: was more than hard. It was deadly <laughs> yeah. and terrible and horrible. Yeah. And not and, just hard.
1: And so there's so many little things like that that, um, you know, I just think there's spaces where to, to be able to share back. And so there's not a lot of opportunity for parents. And, you know, there are more parents connected to a school than any other group. Yeah. So, but we just don't, we're not able to tap into parents as an asset and so ideally we would kind of move from even behind but beyond the um back and forth around like one kid or one issue and then we really are able to really shape schools through the perspective of parents because after they share then they start to get more involved and engaged yes. and you've just got this tremendous asset and it's also about like not making parents have to be in the four walls of mm-hmm. the school to be able to share their perspective, because. You know, we, we've all kind not of... Not everybody can do that. Yeah, not everyone can do that. You know, you see schools where it's like whoever the folks are who are most present seem to have, like, the most power, mm-hmm. and, like, that's not equitable. Um, also, it goes out in 53 languages, so we actually see that the highest response rates are from Spanish-speaking parents, which yes. is really powerful in a place like Nashville, where the immigrant community is newer, so we know that the staff in the building doesn't reflect the diversity of the students, and so right. that still gives parents an empowered way to not feel like they have to talk through their kids, but that they can yes. talk... Their own voice, so I love that. Yeah, so that's so true. It's
0: really I've just in like my my small interactions with my kids and their school, like having kids who predominantly because we have such a high population of ELA in Nashville. No, ELL English Mm -hmm. language learners, Mm -hmm. not ELA. That's that's language arts. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry, too many too many little things with too many letters. And and,
1: and, yeah, and English language learners in different places. So in Texas. English as a second language, so it also yeah, yeah. That's what I grew up. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. I'm like, wait, that's it's a different thing here. But like, there's so many, uh, there's so much things where I'm like, I want to communicate this to a parent, and I'm going through a child, and sometimes the assumption that the child speaks English is also wrong Mm -hmm. because the child did not, and so (laughs) then there was no one able to sort of like interpret for. Mm both parties and I was like, holy Google translate. (laughs) Okay. Here's some things like, cause I was a room parent I was trying to help Mm -hmm, and I was like, mm -hmm. this is a hot mess. Mm -hmm. You know, that would be like an amazing tool to have in a classroom setting like that, where people really have something to say about Mm -hmm. the education of their children, but Mm -hmm. language barriers keep them from that. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, tell me more. It's called Possip. POSIP. P-O-S-S-I-P. so I-P. it's a play
1: on parent gossip, parent gossip. but also positive <laughs> gossip. Because the other idea is that there's so much great stuff happening in schools and yeah. teachers don't get to hear all the yeah. great things. School leaders don't. Um so yes, yeah, so it's also like tapping into that that positive power. And also that you know, school schools really do want more parent perspective, parent involvement. But I just think like they have their jobs are so Hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I, we, part of what we talk about organizationally is this idea of multi directional empathy, where we both empathize deeply with parents and we do deep- empathize deeply with principals and teachers yes. because their jobs are really, really hard. Yes. And so, having an easy way to engage parents or like to solve for all of the competing thoughts and ideas parents have and all the competing needs that kids yes. have. And
0: so, because they're set diverse, like, even in the classroom, like a smaller classroom count like less than 20 which I think in Tennessee they're allowed to have up to yes some is about, like 30 something yeah that's so crazy to me but like even, even that many kids like I only have three children yeah. and the three children my three three children's needs are so diverse and sometimes hard to manage I'm like mm-hmm. as a society we've gotten this increased yeah.
1: expectation of like meeting the individual needs of mm-hmm. individual children I probably I, I don't what, 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 I don't know like I'm 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 not sure what I think about that. I I think that there's some benefit to the collective and just like this is what the collective does and this is what the community does. So I'm kind of, I'm constantly like in debates with myself about what do I think about the kind of push towards individuality and individual kind of creating schools and classrooms that meet individual needs versus like the needs of the collective. Um, But the reality is the expectation from how we are, in existence as a culture in a country is that each child's individual needs are met in their individual ways. And so, and but it is true that have kids have, have different the needs. Collective. Yeah. Yeah. So kids have individual needs and you want to like make sure that every kid is set up to be successful. And so it's
0: complicated, but yes, those yeah. are the things that schools have to <laughs> try right. to figure out. And that's a lot like yeah. even in just like a, and they, they have like the thing that I realized at one point was like, they have limited time to figure that out like if you think about a school and it takes a school like sort of four or five years to figure out Mm -hmm. and get on the right trajectory that's your child's entire (laughs) education at that school I'm like oh And now we're at a new school and we got to start over. Yes. And that's really hard as a parent to be like, we just got to this place where like we're rocking it. Yeah. And now you're going to middle school. Yes. What? Yes. (laughs) And I got to start over. Yes. New teachers, new new administration who don't know me, who don't know my kid who like, now I have to like advocate and like do all this to try to catch them up and catch us up. And I'm always like, and who are you? And who are you? And who are you? And my name and my cut is blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm sure the the teachers are like, who cares? Like no, you'll be gone not. in four years. No. Like sometimes it feels like a little, <laughs> like this look of like, oh, another set of parents to learn. You and it's, I mean? you
1: know, I think it's, I think that's partially, we also don't, do a lot of work with teachers to learn how to work with parents and so sometimes we'll do some trainings and workshops and we'll say like oh how do you work with teachers to do you practice parent conversations and i mean mostly no. the answer is no <laughs> and so it's like we've just kind of got this funny dynamic set up where on the surface and i think i think a lot about parent engagement is very similar to diversity where like you'll never here, an organization say we don't value diversity every organization is right. going to say we value diversity of course every school is going to say we value of all things um it is very hard. the work that it requires to really engage parents is mm. very hard and um so i just think that's so but i think like for sure we have to like do more spend more time on training and and you know in some ways I don't know if it's training of parents, but also like context setting for parents, because I don't necessarily think the parents have a full understanding of the complexity of schools. So school size is one example, and so we've right. had some times um, in schools that I've been connected with where class size was a big worry for parents. They're like, "There's so many kids in this class," but and so part of what I know is like the trade-offs that schools have to make with class size. So you could have a class of you could have like let's say first of all just even uh budgeting or planning for how many kids so you know right. like a lot of schools kids can move and so budgets you know teachers get hired or fired sometimes based on just whether enrollment projections are met so Man. um so schools have that's to That's tr- so hard. Yes, yeah, so schools have to try to pre- predict how many students are going to have and we know that the money follows the students. so that's that's one complexity. So let's say you want to be able to hire an art teacher so you mm. can either have two first grade classes with 15 kids each or one first grade class with 30 kids and an art teacher, you and know, an and so there's teacher. just their, yeah. their trade-offs that schools have to make sure. that I think for parent, like absent that context for a parent, you're just like, why would you not have? Why wouldn't you have two yeah. teachers, you know? And so it's, yeah. but it's important, like, you know, so, but then there's just too much information for parents to be able to absorb. So I get why it doesn't happen, but there's just all kind of layers yeah. and, and, and schools are where kids, our kids spend so much time. So the more, though, i will kind of getting back to just the more we can build the bridge of information and connection and start to build trust so that parents can see, oh, I shared this feedback and the school, followed yeah. up on it. And, you know, like, you know, so good, and then, and also just, you know, and for schools to know that, like, you know, schools are problem-rich environment. So it's not that they're not going to be problem It's not like a, when we used they're, to bring yeah. teachers on, i like, do you like problem-rich environments? Because That's know,
0: what's going to happen. Yeah, it's
1: like humans, like, you know, churches, yeah. any place that's just built around humans and humanity. It's going to bring themselves yeah they're gonna, they go. Yeah, it's exactly. There they are. So um,
0: That's so good too, because, like, I've said before, I feel like the education of my children is like a, a three-legged stool. Mm. So, like, the kids are a leg. Mm-hmm. My one of my kids is a leg, I'm a leg, yeah. and the teacher is oh, a leg. Good. And if you take one of those legs away, yeah, so it falls. So if just me and the teacher are communicating and mm-hmm. my kid is not participating in the educational that's really good. portion, it's like what? And that or if just my kid and I are on the same yeah. page and I'm not communicating with the teacher, like it's gonna fall apart. Yeah. It has to be this I like that. That's three way thing.
1: It's yeah. very real. And, and 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 to take the pressure off of school sometimes because parents can be a great extender we were I was um, we were writing a blog article about tutoring and so one of the things we were trying to consider is like well what if the school doesn't have resources to do tutoring and part of what we shared is if parents know and I think that's one of the benefits of homework Is like if parents can at least know what the students are working on Mm -hmm. then they can try to be better helps in terms of tutoring right. but a lot of times parents don't even know what kids are working on so yeah. don't know until the kids got an F on a test yeah, or something yeah. else or like if they were like I was as a child I even would hide progress reports so my right. parents would definitely not know anything had gone awry until well, I couldn't hide the report card I don't even because I don't know
0: how now that I'm thinking about it I'm like how did they not know that we got repro- but it was a different <laughs> time you know, it was the
1: progress reports were carbon copied I don't and remember
0: and when progress reports come out yeah. I'm like oh it's and in it your only, okay it's in your folder oh yeah it's right time. now yeah yeah yeah. Like they just got their, is it nine weeks? Yeah,
1: report cards. They yeah, their report on cards, and
0: I was like, "Oh, is this your this is your report card? Oh, oh, okay, I better sign this." Like, yeah, that's. Funny. But then seeing like I have a kid who's just you know there's kids who are just like they're focused and they're. They're self starters and they do their own thing and and like if a bee comes home, it's tears and blah blah. <laughs> and then you get the kid that's like, "Woo, life is great! I'm flunking!" And I'm like, "Hang on, do you want to do this grade over again and that's watch so funny. all your friends go?" And they're like, "Ah, what? Uh, that's a thing that could happen." Uh, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." So I like I feel like at different times and if, with each of my children because there's so three of them, I have to really lean in oh, yeah. and like you suck at spelling. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do spelling quizzes at yeah. home together yeah. before Friday when you bring home a 50. Oh yeah. And because like two, like he just kind of stuck them behind and like two little fifties came home and I'm like 50. He's what? like, that's good, right? That's
1: good. Right. Again. That's not, that's not half
0: is not good. Half. That's And it, so and, like, I have to lean in and, and like, long division is kicking somebody's butt at my house. Yeah, and there's oh man, like, that's, tears that's, I think that sobbing. may have been when I started hiding
1: progress reports. <laughs> is when long, long division, division kicked in. Man, that was stressful. Yeah, it this is. Is third or fourth grade long division?
0: This, this is like big, big. long, much, yeah. Big. Yeah. it's not just like the, yeah, one yeah. number into two, yeah. it's like or like two numbers. I don't remember into when it was. It's like long numbers. But like, I feel like,
1: and this woo. is as a math teacher, what I try to explain because parents get very stressed when their kids are struggling with math. Yeah. And then so a couple of things can happen. One, and I had to, <laughs> I, I had to stop a parent I was on panel on a panel with last uh earlier this week where she's like, well, I, we're, she said I'm just not good at math, and I said, no nope, stop, stop. I said, as a math teacher, we don't do generational math curses. We don't say like I'm not yes. good at math. I said you probably didn't have good math instruction. Like that's. I mean,
0: and I have a calculator in my yeah. phone that I can be like, actually, I know the answer. Yeah, let's
1: help you find it. So that's um, <laughs> so that definitely a. Uh- always encourage parents to just say oh because I even realized like part of why I thought I wasn't good at math when I was growing up was because I was used to things coming quickly to me yes and so and with math you have to like struggle and work or like kind of or like try to look at it in different ways and so mm-hmm. I was like well, I can just go read a book I like reading like that doesn't yes. take you know so I just think if I had realized like oh part of it is like working hard at a thing and like going at it a couple of different directions I may have like stuck with it a little bit more so that's the one thing I'd say. But the other thing I say to parents, cause especially uh, in fourth grade, I think in Tennessee, at least as I see, oh, and actually yeah, my, I'd say my family in Texas has had the same experience. Fourth grade, the math starts to get really real. Yeah. I think it starts to get kind of real in third grade. And then in fourth yeah. grade, it really steps up.
0: Fifth grade is like tears and sadness. Well, and so it's going I do like,
1: not, not, not to stress anyone out, but it will persist a little yeah. bit because part of what I've realized also, the good news and the bad news is, is the math keeps coming back. Yes. And so it just spirals. And so it'll look similar in sixth grade, but just a little bit more. And it'll look similar in seventh grade, but eventually it'll connect and it may not connect yeah. in the grade that they're in. Yes. And so that's, what's hard for, <laughs> for them. But like, I mean, it's what I started to realize that like, guys, as a teacher too, I was like, Oh, I finally really understood long, long division, probably like three years later, yeah. <laughs> you know, Yeah. But it, but it doesn't feel good in the moment where you're like, why mm-hmm. don't I understand this? But it'll come to them eventually. And, you know, yeah. even the, to kind of fast forward to, High school, what I think like the SAT and the ACT are really all algebra and geometry. So mm-hmm. you know, it's just you'll keep spiraling those same things, and then really algebra is just building off of. Yeah. So it's both encouraging and discouraging, it but is. it is. But it well, is. well, and it,
0: like I mean, I took calculus. Yeah. And then my kid comes home, and I'm like, Oh, what are you doing? What yeah. is this number line? What is this like like things techniques that we didn't use? We yeah. just learned by rote. Yeah. Like over and over and drilling, and, and I'm like, and ah. Uh, like, I, I mean, the number I, sense I, is
1: so much better than ours right? was. <laughs>
0: it is. Like, my my six year old is like cracking. I'm mm-hmm. like, w- you're really. He's like, I don't need help, mom. Mm-hmm. And he'll just fill out a whole thing. I'm like, this is your jam. Yeah. Whereas, like, I have another kid and I had to sit that child down and be like, you're, our, me and you, babe, our brains work a certain way. We are not linear thinkers. Mm-hmm. We think like, um, if you're holding something like you turn it and turn it and turn it until you figure, yeah. it, figure it out spatially, math doesn't work like that. Yeah. Math is sequential, and he and I don't think sequentially mm. very well. Yeah, we think 3D rather than mm-hmm, 2D, mm-hmm. and so helping him think 2D instead of 3D, it's like, babe, you and I, like, like Matt is like Mr. Calculator in his head. <laughs> Cora and Peter are like, whatever, we got this, and Jude and I are like, oh god. <laughs> Well, the okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, there's this whole research about how like what part of what pushes kids to read is to have a purpose in it. And I think mm. sometimes also like so I think some of the difference for kids with math might also be kids who enjoy math for like the purpose of doing math versus like kids need a purpose. Yes. <laughs> so like, is there a question interesting enough to solve that you're willing to do the math to get to it? And so he it may also be like in that how space much does too, Lego where cost? it's like,
0: that, that what's like, that? How much does my Lego cost? Yeah. And yeah. how can I save up? And how, what? Like yeah. Yeah. Many- That would be, like, a purpose for him. Yeah.
1: Or, like, yeah, I'm going (laughs) to give you, like, a thousand jelly beans and have you divide them by eight people. And, you
0: know, like... Like if you get it right... There's going to be
1: some left over. And so you get the left... You know, so... (laughs) But I think that was part of my thing, which is, I was like, I was just not interested in, like, the achievement for the achievement's sake or, like, just doing the math for the math's sake. Yeah. Um,
0: There are those people.
1: Yeah. And I think about this for the sciences, too. Like, I think about, like, why I wasn't interested in science growing up. And, you know, we talk a lot about, like, the lack of women and there weren't questions that spoke to me as a girl, you know? Like, so I don't think I realized until I was in college that like, not to be overly stereotypical, because I wasn't into makeup when I was in middle school anyway, but I don't think I realized like makeup was chemical engineering, you know? And so it it didn't occur to me until like I was in college.
0: I was super not into dissecting things. No,
1: I wasn't either. So it was
0: like worms and frogs. And I was like, oh,
1: yeah, I don't want to do that. I mean, like our whole bodies are so complicated (laughs) as women. Like how much, and we spend not that much time, yeah. talking about the women's body, but I'm dissecting a frog. I don't want to dissect a frog. No, I don't want... And it smells weird and, <laughs> yeah. like, I can't even... Yeah, um, or I think, like, one of the things about... Now I'm running a company that's tech-enabled, it's basically a tech company. I wasn't necessarily interested in coding, but yes. then I also just think, like, now I more appreciate what, what the creativity that's in being able to code and it's basically yes. being able to say, like, I have this vision of something I want to create and I'm going to create it. How do I get from yeah. A to B? Yeah, yeah. A to Z. Yeah, so I think if we could give our girls a little bit more of that they might be more interested in the sciences and engineering in a way that
0: yeah yeah and math we talk about that like I mean even like my I have one kid who's particularly interested in cooking and he Hmm. and so it's like helping me teach him about like parts and whole and fractions and because he doesn't care about (laughs) math he doesn't care at all but he like read a book about like an adventure chef and suddenly he wants to cook things what's that book it's called yeah. Rutabaga. Oh wow. The My adventure. Daughter Chef. Loves. It's a graphic yeah. novel. Oh interesting. and there's recipes. And he's like, Mom, can we make these? I'm like, Why, yes, we oh, that's can cool. go find some brined cheese. Oh that's,
1: what? I'm gonna have to get yeah. write it down after the podcast. That's good. Yeah, there's
0: I think there's two books and then like the author kind of fell off the grid. I like messaged him on Twitter to oh, show yeah. him a picture of What my kid had made. Oh, like his last post was like 2017. I'm like, are you alive? Are you okay? Like his website's kind of gone dormant. Like it's there, but like you can tell that there's not a lot of activity. I'm like, are you okay? The life of the artist is challenging. It is. Like maybe some (laughs) stuff came up. Are you okay? Like, are you alive? That's why. But it's like for him, I always have to seek out the alternative method. Like he didn't give a rat's behind. About learning his ABCs Mm -hmm. at all. (laughs) But when I wrote them out on big sheets of paper and hid them all over the house, he would run and find them and bring me the right one because he cared. Yeah. And maybe he liked to be active too. And he was moving. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, that's my son. Right.
0: Like to find that like method. But I think about like a teacher in a classroom with 20 plus kids and each kid needs a different method and, and you're and like how do you even go forward in the and day and it's so hard like,
1: cuz I, I remember teaching and i taught 8th grade math and i had students in my math class who still didn't i had students a student who had to um, stick count mm-hmm. to get her multiplication tables and she was super hard working and we would but i could have sat one on one with her like all day long to help mm-hmm. her cuz we were doing proportions and then proportions like the multiplication is like a part of it, but it's not kind of like the whole end thing. And so, um, so the best, I mean, the best as a teacher, like one, she still achieved a lot. And so I think that's, as a teacher, you have to keep in mind, like, it's not necessarily like for her, like to get like really comfortable and confident. And she also, what was really fun was to watch her. She could set up the proportion and she could do multiple steps of it. Um, but yes, but that's one need. And then you have other students who want to be active and moving around Mm -hmm. and, um, other students who just like were better than I was in math. Right. <laughs> really just like, like, and I'm done. Just give and me I'm a problem now. set and <laughs> let me go to town. Yeah. And so. <laughs> and they
0: whip through them and they're like, "Can I read?" And you're yeah. like,
1: "Yes, yeah." And, and so, trying to like figure out how do you and that's something we're actually we're gonna. We we're, were. I was just talking with a, a mom friend about this today and so possibly one of my team members we're going to look into like differentiation and just try to like put together some tools and resources because it's just as a parent I'm, I mean I, I'm, I like to help the school be yeah. able to do that like if it's I'm sending in packets for them I don't know I want to make it easier because to your point like I understand like yeah. trying to figure out how to meet meet the needs of twenty five different kids that's, is hard, and some of it overwhelming. is overwhelming. Yeah, and I do tell you know some of it is I tell you know my kids sit. like part of it is also you just learning how to sit and be like right. and so if you get through with it you can just chill social out. Structure. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: You're not allowed to lick him. Sorry. Yeah, just <laughs>
1: just sit and be. But my son is hyper social. so every day he comes home from school and it's like. Who are we going to play with? I'm like, can we just hang out? Like, (laughs) I consider myself a pretty social person, but he is more social than me. Yeah, so he would just like hang out with friends all day long, and I would too. Yeah, that's good. I love you, social people. I thought I was social. (laughs) I
0: I, I don't know. You're maybe you're an introverted extrovert. There's like a combo. Yeah,
1: I know. know. Or like, I need some downtime. My husband's definitely that. I I I, I'm typically like, yeah, I'm a I'm an extrovert, but I, I. you need a an minute. I, and I have a small group of people who I can go deep with, but then I like to just say hi and be around a lot of people. Yes, but yes. I can't, like, have a hard time with small talk, and there's not time to have deep conversations with everyone. <laughs> so I'd rather keep it surface with big groups of people and then, like, go really deep with.
0: <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> I like yeah. to drop bombs. I'm like, let's talk about this. Boom. And people are like, oh, are <laughs> we going okay. there? Yes, yeah. we are. Come on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah,
0: and like navigating that for like each of our kids. And like I've seen there's one of my kids who in kindergarten was trying to get work done and there was this one child who was really disruptive and really like wasn't getting that their needs met. And the principal came in and was talking to the teacher for a minute and Peter popped up. He's like, can you take care of that? Oh, wow. He's like, can you just... Fix that. Solve it, solve it. Like, I, and then he went back to his little, Man. you know, worksheet. And I'm like, that's my kid. He's like, can you just, can we, what? That's
1: so funny. It's fun <laughs> to watch them grow and just to, I, I kind of laugh at like some of the, the assumptions I made about them as babies and how they did or didn't pan out. Like yes. I, I totally misread my kids as babies because my daughter was like super easy, like happy, very content.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then my son was like pretty fussy as a baby. But what I misunderstood, I misread is that she was happy because, you know, she, you kind of left her alone. You know, it was like, <laughs> she's like, you hold her for a little bit and then she'd like yeah, kind of yeah. jump out of your arms because she like, wanted to go and oh, do her thing. And so okay. she was very content because like no one was telling her what to do, where to go, mm-hmm. she would just do her own thing. Whereas my son, like, he wanted to be held and he wanted to be around people. <laughs> so then when I was like, you're going to your crib or you're gonna like be like not like not in someone's arms, not around people. That's pretty, but I didn't know that then. Yeah. I didn't know because he couldn't talk, of course. Really? <laughs> he really like, wanted I'm to alone. be, was around what us. What is happening? Yes, yeah, so whereas my daughter was super content to just be like in her crib. I mean, it was her, you know, it's kind of her yeah. happy place. Like to Aww. just jump, she you wake up jumping and being super happy. So it's is funny. Introverted. She's more introverted. Yeah. She's not. She's maybe she's kind of like me actually. Now that I think about it, which is, um, she's yes. She 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 um she's smiley, but she's like not like extroverted. She likes yeah. to talk to adults. Yeah. I think she struggles with kind of how to have the right kid level of conversation, right? <laughs> you know, I
0: think my oldest is like that. She doesn't quite They read connected. Her peers. I remember when they
1: were like sitting yeah. next to each other. They kind of <laughs> con- they yeah. did. Yeah,
0: like she doesn't read her peers very well. Yeah, and she's like, I just want to talk to grown-ups because. Yeah. They don't do weird things. Yeah, I understand
1: this a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Grown ups are easier, mom. Like, yeah. I know.
1: So, and then I think for boys, I do think there's a little bit of an easier path because. Both of my kids like sports, but mm-hmm. you know it's much easier to be a boy who likes sports because mm-hmm. they're just like you just go and pick up a game and go. Yeah. Whereas for girls, she's like, I want to play football, but then the boys don't want me
0: to play football, and you know. Well, I wouldn't want to play. I like my brains intact. I oh don't no, want well, any well, more We're concussions. not doing that. That whole like, <laughs> like, traumatic doing, brain injury. I just mean like, mm-hmm. like on the
1: schoolyard. Yeah. Yeah. And my son is like very clear that he wants to play football, and so we are really like, yeah. Get you into soccer, get you into <laughs> basketball, what else you wanna try? <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: Like, I don't know about that whole brain injury mess. I
1: know. I was ask I was wondering if it's a I- I'm curious if also people who are drawn to football also like might also have a certain you know, kind of be just chemically organized a certain way already. Yes. Cause I do feel like my son would be willing to like put his head through a
0: wall. I right. have <laughs> a kid. Yeah. He's like, can I play football? I'm like, a no. Yeah. But he probably like has that kind of energy oh, anyway. Yeah. Right. Where he He's likes like, to wrestle. Physical. and he, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I so. totally, I get that. And it's funny. Like I, in my head, I was like, girls are like this and boys do these things. And like, then I had kids who threw those yeah. things totally out of whack. And then I had two boys. I'm like, that boy is totally different. And, you know, there are things that they do that are alike. Um, and then like but their personalities are polar opposites yeah. and they like sometimes polar opposite things and they drive each other crazy. <laughs> and they sleep in the same room it's and I'm so like, helpful. I'm sorry, kids. Oh
1: man, my kids they have their own room, <laughs> they sleep in the same room anyway, which is good. We were we were um getting our house, we kinda of were like, Oh, well, you know, should we have another room for guests? And then we were like, guests don't like we were like, Well like let's go old school, like guests don't come they're not like living at our house all yeah. the time so like we'll just throw the kids together and yes. so they've been living like that anyway where my kids are in the same but they won't let me I keep wanting to convert my daughter's bedroom <laughs> I'm like I could have an elliptical trainer in here and an office and she's not down she's not she's ready like, to let no. that go but yeah
0: yeah we just yeah. did these two loft beds that I bought from somebody oh, so they had belonged to a family with five boys, and they were built by that family. Oh, wow. I bet they're the, awesome. They're beasts. Oh, man. And then the second family had a boy and a girl sharing a room, and they had, like, curtains up so they could oh, have some privacy and do the thing. And then they came to our house, and my uh, we set them up, and my, immediately my sons were like, a jungle gym. <laughs> and they're, like, hanging from it. And oh, I'm like, ooh, it. I did not think this through. <laughs> That's so cool, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like we uh, we need to attach these to the wall. They're really <laughs> heavy, but I oh, think they could knock them over I'm with a
1: I, I need to tighten up the bolts on our bunk bed because yeah, yeah
0: they know. like were jumping from one to the other, and I was like, we're just gonna have to like put like connect these with like two by fours yeah. so they don't knock the whole structure. So over. you have got me
1: thinking about your three kids. So yours, so you do pickups. So you go first to the elementary, then yes. the middle. Yeah, how long and does that take? Of,
0: well, and do they get out at different times? They get out at different times. Yeah. ones at three, one's at four. Oh, okay. Well, i gives give you some time. Or, yeah, it still, kind of does. Yeah, then you have a lot of dead time too, yeah. probably. And then drop offs for for middle for elementary is eight and then nine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, let's go to the coffee shop. I'm gonna blow all of my like fun money on coffee. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm like, I can't afford this anymore. We this should again, drink coffee I'm at Thankful home.
1: for K to eight. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and so like yeah, it's it's kind of a. A finagly juggling act. Yeah. Like, I'm grateful for friends who have oh, kids. I'm like, can you? And blah blah blah. And we swatch off. And like, my daughter will walk with somebody, and I'm like, I'll pick her up later. I have
1: a blog post that I'm finishing up that's about that. Like, anything as a mom or parents, like, build your community because. Yes. It makes life so much easier because yeah. we don't have family here, you know, yeah, neither being do from we. Texas, my husband's from Virginia, like we don't have family. Oh, here. you got farm.
0: I've got, so my, I've got a mother-in-law in New Jersey. Oh yeah. And then some family here and then, but the bulk of my family is in Texas. Yeah. And so I'm like, we are like, this yeah. is middle ground. Yeah. It's like a... Almost even drive to Houston yes. or New Jersey. From yes. Here. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like we could go either way. It's a long drive. So you
1: have to have that community of folks, yeah. and I, you know, i parents are picking schools. I said one thing I underestimated, and it worked out in our favor because I just how things God worked it out. But yeah. I underestimated the value of being close to your kid's school, and any yeah. like, and by that I mean like we were looking at a school that was in like West Nashville, far out. Like that would our total life oh, experience so much time would on be, the road. Yeah. And like who your friends are, like, you know, it would just be different. And I grew up very far from my school and it was fine. Like, you know, I was like 90 minutes on the bus each way, but if it's within the option, like, and that wasn't like, it wasn't, we weren't, well, first of all, Houston's so spread out that even my like actual zone (laughs) elementary school was like, I don't know, like 15 minutes away by car. But then I went to, but you know, it wasn't really an option. And so the, I mean, it was a public school we went to, but it was in the center of the city and it was yeah so 6 a.m first bus stop pickup we would like basically oh tour gosh. the whole city of houston by the time we got to school. Well,
0: and whatever homework you had, you we're like, I'll just do it on the bus. We'll do it on the bus. Uh, you get on the
1: bus. You go to sleep for a little while until about the fifth yes. bus stop, then you'd wake up, and the bus be kind of loud. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm okay. Yeah, but yeah, typically there's there's room for lots of stuff on the bus there was room for homework on the way home, a nap, sometimes a fight, not you know, yes, like, yes, some poker, like there was just a lot. Oh man,
0: going it's on like a whole bus life. Yeah. Ours was my. We, we weren't that far from the school, but it was a rural route. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it took a solid hour oh, yeah. to get back to my house. Like, I was the last pickup, mm-hmm. but the last drop-off. Uh-huh. And so sometimes I'm like, I'm walking.
1: Oh, yeah. Bye. I bet, I bet it would be it's worth It's only that. five miles. <laughs> take, and take it's peaceful. Time, peaceful, right? Right? yeah. You can, you can what you want to do it. you do. the woods
0: and avoid the cow and be like, we're fine. That would be so nice
1: to know. be able to have. I don't think I would have appreciated it when I was younger, but I think now about having yeah. a a friend of mine who grew up in Kenya he was saying that part of his part of his hypothesis about why Kenyan runners are very fast is because he said <laughs> they lived about six miles I can't remember he said three to six miles from school and so they would have to run to school in the morning and then they would get like 45 minutes or an hour for lunch. And that needed to include getting home and getting back. What? So they would like run home, run back, have lunch. So he said, we didn't have enough time. So we just had to get really fast. Whoa. So can you
0: imagine like having to run? Yeah. Like but six how, miles. How and in that? shape would
1: our kids be? Oh, super. <laughs> and I think like. maybe, we- but Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It was either. It was either like it was either three miles or six miles. But either way. It's like you're either running like a half marathon or a marathon every day.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. so much.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, but I guess if you get fast enough, it's, like, would be good down to, like. If you're under
0: 10-minute miles, yeah. you're, like, I'm just home in, yeah. like, 20 minutes, yeah. and it's fine. Yeah. So I run six-minute miles. Yeah.
1: Never got there. No. But, no. Yeah. Me neither. Well, it's so funny. Swimmer, I wasn't as. A runner. I don't think I was as out of shape as I thought I was. And I was, but I don't know why yeah. I thought I was. Like, now that I'm a grown-up and I'm doing something, I'm, like, I don't know why I thought I was not. I could have been in better shape than I was, but anyway. I
0: was a swimmer, oh, and me too. still like thought like look back at pictures. and I'm like, I was rocking it, and I thought I was like 20. Well, it's and so terrible.
1: funny. And a friend of mine has this picture yet. Yeah, it's like, oh, if I could be as thin as I thought I was, was as, as, as thin as, as I as thought as, I as, was as thin yeah, as, <laughs> as I thought I was in high school.
0: If only I could be as thin <laughs> as oh, I, I could, I was in could high be school. Thin <laughs> as thin <laughs> as that. Yeah, but, but I, I, I thought I was a cow. Yeah, man. I'd be like, yeah. Well, the good news I feel like
1: as a mom, I just feel like the you know. I just you just feel more confident and hopefully I I don't know whenever I meet moms who are like stressing about uh, that I'm like oh don't do that like yeah we're too
0: well one I'm too old too to old care. too beautiful <laughs>
1: to be concerned <laughs> um, my, my kids gave me a, this was an awesome birthday card it said on the front uh it said I feel so sorry for those young girls and then you open it up and they play so you can't touch this by MC Hammer and says they have to work so hard to look as good as us <laughs> i was like that is perfect <laughs> oh my gosh it's yeah. so
0: true oh my. but you know that's not the message like i was um leading our girl scout troop and they were doing like a fitness badge and and one of the girls super sweet you know she's 11 she's a cross-country runner and she had this like list of eight reasons why um you should be in shape i'm like oh, okay let's hear what you and and four of them were about being skinny Mm. and feeling pretty because you were skinny and feeling confident because you were skinny and being healthy Mm. because you're skinny. There was a fourth one. I can't remember. And I was like, I have questions (laughs) so I can only be confident, pretty, healthy and not sick. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm skinny. Yeah. And she was like, well, I'm like, mm, let me push back on that yeah. a little bit. But like, I'm not, there's, this is, how about we, we just love the bodies that we're in. Well. And we take good care of them and we feed them good. And I mean, you said you them. swim. Mm-hmm.
1: And part of what I appreciate about yeah. swimming is like, first of all, the confidence that
0: you get from like. Having to wear a ring suit uh, yeah. all the time. So my
1: sister's like, I don't think uh, why I confidence. Your, I didn't either. But my just, daughter is, um, and she's swimming. But then you just see like a lot of different body types being really mm-hmm. successful. So you think, you know, who's going to win at the beginning of that race. You Rice. have no idea. Mm-mm. Cause <laughs> it's powerful hips are working for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those broad shoulders. Yes. And, you know, like it's just.
0: They paid off. My broad shoulders paid off. Yeah. In dream. Not necessarily in like other sports. But yeah. Well, I think, team, I was I think
1: that's part of what I didn't know growing up was like different bodies can be good for different sports. And so yeah. I think. In school, it's all like, can you run? Can you do push-ups? And it's like, can't really run that fast. Can't do push-ups really well. And so I just don't think I spent time exploring, like, oh, you have long legs. What can you do with those long legs? You know, cycling yeah. might be an interesting... You know, like, so I yeah. just don't think we, like, give kids lots of opportunities to... Um, I think privileged kids get that. But I think, yes. like, the kind of average person doesn't get the opportunity. Because, you know, wealthier parents are like, I'm going to find this. I'm going to figure out if it's field hockey or lacrosse or, right? running, <laughs> you know, rowing or con- whatever. I you those, like... Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I grew up like I said in in rural um, Texas, and there just weren't like there were sports. Yeah, but it wasn't like, and because it's Texas, I feel like there were far more sports yes, available, which I do
1: appreciate about Texas. In a
0: in a high school setting, yeah. like there was soccer and baseball and swimming yeah. and football and tennis volleyball, and blah 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 yeah. and volleyball. <laughs> but there wasn't like a person who said, Ariana, you might be good at. Wouldn't that be neat? Based on your structure, based on your like, yeah. What do you enjoy? How do you like willingness to like not work real hard? (laughs) Well, even the
1: idea of like, and this is I think my kids like. My daughter does enjoy running and swimming more. My son enjoys team sports more. Like kind of, do you like to be around people and do things with people? Do you not? like you are know? Even, socially motivated. Yeah, Team like kind sports. of having, having some of that stuff inform yeah. even like your P.E. experience,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: could really, I think, get kids moving more yeah. than what we currently do. Well,
0: and it goes back to that like individual, because, you know, we come, I come from a time where it was like, we are all about the collective, yeah. what is good for the hive yeah. is good for the, yeah. you know, we're basically like, you know, what's the collective in like Star Trek? I'm Oh, I'm, I'm getting super know. nerdy, the cyborgs. Well, <laughs> the Borg, it's the Borg. My husband would be like, it's the Borg. That's if absolutely. he can hear me right now, he'd be like, I can't believe you don't bear that. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> brain fog, my thyroid isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was all about the what's good for the collective. Mm-hmm. And and But back then, like kids who were like special needs or special ed were shunted off to a separate oh, – yeah, like yeah. they weren't mainstreamed, and yeah. so like now I think that the thoughts about what good for the collective yeah. has broadened to include yes. the, the different needs of different well, kids. Well, it's
1: interesting too. Like uh I was talking to some friends, and their friends were talking about how their gr- grandmothers had been institutionalized or wow. great-grandmothers, and I was talking about how I was like, "Oh, I think my great-grandmother," I just recently found out. Like, and then but by the time I finished, there were like five women who had all said that they they had like you know someone far away, and so I was like. Well, one, <laughs> clearly that, that's something to the narrative around like how women were just so happy, mm-hmm. like having lots of kids and like staying at home, <laughs> like right. maybe not, maybe that was mm. a little bit stressful, but yeah. two, like that was always a solution. your 14th just...
0: baby? Yeah. Right. And your teeth all fell out?
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you were happy, right? Right. Um, And then the second is, yeah, just like we were just sending women off if they were like yeah. showing symptoms of like, yeah, like this isn't okay. Like I'm not feeling you're- this.
0: You're clearly crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but the, I have to say, like, some time in a sanatorium. to be like a spa. <laughs>
1: like, kind of what? Like I'm been... in a
0: quiet room alone? That oh. first day after you're, 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 you have your child.
1: <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. I'm kind of, with, with your second, you're like, I don't know if I'm ready to go home yet. <laughs> Can I just stay here? Oh, man.
0: <laughs> my husband, so the second one was born and my husband came. It was, like, dead of winter. It snowed in 2011. It was, like, super snowy that winter. And um, he was like, you don't have to do anything, but I just need you to come home. And I'm like, I have, like, this great suite. Yeah. Like, the sun's coming in. I'm here alone with this sweet little boy. I know. Sweet little babies. Like, we're just chilling. (laughs) But you are clearly, like, frazzled being alone (laughs) with our two-year-old. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll come home. Two-year-olds are a little frazzling. She was a little (laughs) frazzling at the time. And then we had people here to help us, and I remember like holding my two children and watching the person, the people that were here to help us like drive away because they were done staying here, and I was like, uh, yeah. what are we going to do now? <laughs> Who's going to hold you while I go to the bathroom? Oh, like, it's,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. That, that's actually, my, my sister says that when her daughter was born like whenever the sun would go down since so her daughter is her second yes. and so she said whenever the sun would go down she would start to cry because she knew everyone else was about to go to bed <laughs> she was gonna be up all through the night
0: <laughs> i know <can't>. uh, <laughs> yeah Excuse yeah. Me. yeah i was not a good like when i could get like cobbled together like five hours of sleep i was like oh, i can make it yeah. But man, when they would like wake me up over and over and, and like every hour if someone's sick, I was like, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I just felt like I was losing my mind. So you have like mind. two years,
1: of, you're two to three years apart each.
0: They're all like weirdly 27 months oh, apart. Oh, cool. Like that's I such didn't a nice, plan that.
1: That's such a nice. Well,
0: superhero. we were pregnant in between all three. So I've been pregnant five times. Uh-huh. So I lost a baby in between and okay. Judah, and then between Judah and Peter. Okay. So I would have had much closer yeah, well, had things gone differently, yeah. but we ended up being 27 months apart. Which yeah. Is, yeah, it was a good gap, but like not enough that yeah. like, people were like, oh, yeah, I'm in elementary school, and you're here alone with this baby. That wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I see people do that. So now I'm you're like first through
1: smart. sixth, first through fifth? Fifth. Yeah. First
0: through fifth. Yeah. So f- fifth, third, and fourth. Kind first. of a sweet spot, though. Yeah. We had our golden year where everybody was at the same school last year. Oh no, it was golden. It's year? never gonna happen again because oh. they're all spaced. They're spaced far enough apart that I'm not gonna have all five in high school, or all three in high school, or all three in middle. Like it's just not enough. Mm-hmm. Not in years. the cards.
1: yeah. Man. Get that.
0: Well, how can people find you and your? Yeah, so look
1: us up at Posip it p-o-s-s-i-p-i-t dot com okay and um, and you're
0: writing where's you, where your blog it's that you there write it's so there
1: so it's there i also have i don't do my personal one as much but i do do some of my personal blogging through possip so i, I yes. share some of my stuff there but one is day that the,
0: what's it called something in light
1: no, that's Fisha, who you should also oh, I have. thought you
0: also had her... I thought you also wears, like, a guest poster. I may
1: mean, have guests guest, posted there one time yeah. to time, and I have a medium place. So more of the medium stuff, I talk about some of the business, uh, entrepreneurship stuff. Yes. Um, and then I, I, yeah, when I...
0: <laughs> I would love to have Fisha come on the show. And She's about, awesome. I think I reached out to her, and it's just... I don't know that it's worked out yet. Yeah. We'll yeah, get there. I'm sure it will. Yeah, <laughs> I know you've
1: got a long list, I'm sure. I do have a yeah. long list. And
0: I'm like, oh, I should add them. Oh, I should add them. That. Yeah.
1: That's the fun <laughs> part about it. But it's yeah. always
0: fun. It always feels like it falls at the right time for the right, right. conversation. Yeah. I'm like, well, actually, I've just been reading a book <laughs> about yeah. blah, 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 blah. And what's her? It's... What's it called? What? In light? Volume and light. Volume and light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're at possipit.com. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I want people to like that but it's mainly for is it a school like schools yeah apparently, employee I mean, or like ptos or
1: so we've got a couple of different models the school is ultimately ends up being the customer because the principal right. takes the feedback but we have some schools where the um the school pays for it directly we have some schools where the principal i mean where the pto pays for it some schools where they share the cost Okay. Um, we've played with the idea of, like, can parents just do it and not necessarily, like, kind of on their own and then just the schools get the
0: feedback. Right. Um, like, I'm <laughs> deciding to give you feedback right now. You've not
1: asked for it, but we're providing it. So.
0: <laughs> Unsolicited advice. Yeah, like, well, we're going to hold off on that
1: for a bit. We, we prefer it to come from the school and the school to, like, yeah. kind of sign up and say, we want this feedback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're like, what? how did this happen? Why are we suddenly getting all this
1: feedback i know Whoa. i mean yeah that could
0: come across well it's funny because
1: part of it was like i went to the bathroom at the airport and i was like they, get, they gave me a survey about my bathroom experience and i'm like, what? Well, am I being surveyed about my bathroom experience surely like probably helpful if, if i can sh- have a space to share my kids <laughs> weeks going at school yes so, is know, that where the idea came? that's part from? of it so it's really like about my um, husband was like kind of working through a parent complication issue and so as yeah. we were going back and forth to uh, that kind of led to an aha where you know I was realizing like oh the parents issue was actually small but it had kind of grown and then mm-hmm. we talked about the fact that like it was hard to figure out like is this parent like isolated in their thoughts about this or do you have any trend data to know if other parents feel that way and then he said well you know this makes my teacher's job so hard because they work so hard and they only hear from parents when things are bad yes so that kind of convicted me as a parent and former teacher, like, oh, really we need to, but they're all the same thing, right? Which is like, we don't make it easy for parents to yeah. share. So if we can like do that, then we can help parents, you know, share things before they're like frustrated, like while it's still just kind of like, hey, something to consider. Before
0: you CC his boss. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, boy. Well,
1: yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's one. And then two, you can identify if there's a trend or if it's maybe a, just a standalone parent. Yeah. And then third, it's that you really can pull out all of the positive mm-hmm. stories and things. Yeah. So that, I mean, teachers need that staff need that parent everyone needs that like we all need to be reminded of the good things and so um, it's true yeah
0: like not everybody's language love languages words of affirmation but a lot of people but a lot of people's are (laughs) a lot of people mine is not but my husband's is and I have to remember like you look really handsome today or (laughs) when I'm just like I would love it if you do these dishes. <laughs> that's funny.
1: So if you have your, that's so you've got me thinking of a different blog post actually, which is like how love to translate languages. different love languages for, for schools teachers. and Ooh. schools. So like if what they like is like, If their love language is service and like here's volunteering, if it's information, you know, like that's interesting. I mean, I'm sure everyone's love language, not everyone's, but an appreciated language is also pay, but that's a topic for (laughs) every time. So I'm sure teachers would also always appreciate. I think that uh, that would
0: be like top of the (laughs) list. Like, can I be paid for what I do? Yes. Oh, no? Okay. Well, I guess I'll keep
1: protesting. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's uh, for a whole oh, time. Oh, so. that's a whole. Awesome, I know we've got to. I don't yeah,
0: even know Yeah, we must see. You? We must oh. see. It's two fifty-five. Okay, I know.
1: Yeah, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> get to the car line. I'll lines. just cut it. Fine, like <laughs> Ooh,
0: I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I've. Yeah. I've, I've.
1: I've. Um. I, I'm like the. I'm. I'm always a, like the. Tenth from the back. <laughs> I like schedule it. I know when the car line is going to end, so I'm in the last five to ten cars. Yeah, <laughs> we the car have the line. car
0: line, and then we have like the walker option. And I'm always like pulling up. They're like, "Why are you late?" I'm like, "Sorry, I love you. I'm really here."
1: Are you a walker? Do you walker, or do you do the Well, I
0: park and walk up to the school. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm a walker that's with a bunny hill. ears. It is, it is a little bit of it. <laughs> but I thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I so really sad. appreciate you taking the time and. And come and talk about your business yeah. and your your entrepreneurship and thanks. all that fabulousness. Well, thanks, thanks so much. You're welcome. Awesome. All right. Have a good Bye. So thank you again. Thank you again to Shiny Dow. See, I told you guys, what I told, I told you you guys were going to like it. Thank you again to Chani Dow for being on the podcast and y'all go check out this work she's making over at www.possipit.com, P-O-S-S-I-P-I-T.com. Just an FYI. the podcast I see you mama will not be releasing new episodes during the month of December since my kids will not be in school for most of that and how am I supposed to record and edit when they're like mom 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 mama 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 so the podcast will return with the new year so finish out this month with us and then look for new episodes in 2020 and thank you for listening and I see you mama